Hey, this is your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle, and you're listening to Snug Wrestling. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. And now, making his way to the podcast studio all the way from Sacramento, California, he eats, sleeps, and breathes pro wrestling. He is the best self-proclaimed pro wrestling analyst in the world. Wrestling is still real to him, and he is here to keep good wrestling alive. He is the host of Snug Wrestling Podcast, the one, the only, Edgar Avila. Monday Night Raw in Dallas, Texas came and went, and we got a lot of stuff to go over from this episode. What's going on, folks? Welcome back to Snug Wrestling. I am your host. My name is Edgar. The future of the WWE is looking brighter than ever. We got to see another NXT star going one-on-one versus the NXT champion Becky Lynch, and that was Indy Hartwell. We also got to see two of the best heels in the game right now in the same ring at the same time time on this episode of raw nikki cross is back she had a very very uh mysterious comeback and we got to see the judgment day like 50 million times throughout this whole entire show but before we get into all of that be sure to hit me up at snug wrestling on the social medias on the interwebs and leave a comment like share subscribe drop a rating or just say hello but let's get into the fun stuff monday night raw october 23rd in Dallas, Texas. The Judgment Day. They're opening up the show this time, and that's pretty new because the Judgment Day, they're usually the ones that interrupt the openers, and it's Finn Balor and Damian Priest. Priest is once again Senor to Money in the Bank and one half of the Undisputed Tag Team Champions. So Damian Priest, he's carrying a lot of weight on him nowadays once again. Finn Balor and Damian Priest, they are the two-time Undisputed Tag Team Champions officially, and And they're alone when they're coming out to the ring on this opening segment because the rest of the crew, they're in the clubhouse backstage. But oh wait, Cody Rhodes music hits and Cody interrupts the Judgment Day this time for a change. Cody Rhodes is the interrupter, not the interruptee. Wait, what? And Payback is a son of a bitch for all of those times that Judgment Day has interrupted Cody Rhodes' promos. It's literally every single week. Cody Rhodes goes in the ring and asks the Judgment Day, how does it feel to get interrupted? Damn it, Cody, you are nothing less of amazing. Hashtag protect Cody at all times. And Cody Rhodes says, take me to your Lita. Because Rhea Ripley was not out there with the Judgment Day. Cody says, Rhea is all of your guys' mommies, not just Dominic Mysterio. And yes, I think we can all agree with that, Cody. Rhea is everyone's mommy. Cody Rhodes also tells Damien Priest that low blow last week was not the final shot. And Priest says, yeah, I also put you through the table. Don't forget about that. Cody Rhodes gets hot and he started stripping in the middle of the ring. Damien says, whoa, 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 hold on there, buddy. Calm your chesticles there for a little bit. Slow your roll. Let's do this at Crown Jewel instead. And Cody says, okay, bet. But what about now? 
What are we going to do now? I'm here. You're here. Let's just duke it out. Cody Rhodes is feeling extra froggy here on this opening segment. And the Judgment Day attack Cody Rhodes. But here comes Jay Uso. Jay Uso tries to even out the odds here a little bit. But then JD Madonna comes out. And JD and Damian Priest are working together. They both got Cody Rhodes on the floor. And they attack Cody Rhodes with the chair. Injuring Cody Rhodes' ankle. After this attack, the referees come out and they rush to break up the skirmish JD Madonna and Damian Priest walk away together which was an interesting image to see because JD Madonna is still not technically in the Judgment Day because he's still wearing all black shirts and he's not wearing official Judgment Day merchandise yet which means he's not in the faction and JD Madonna is the new Sami Zayn from the Bloodline earlier this year slowly making his way into the faction until Damian Priest finally accepts JD Madonna and make him an official member. Jay Uso and Adam Pierce are backstage trying to help out an injured Cody and Cody Rhodes is really selling the leg and he is limping trying to get his life together. We have a tag team match, some tag team action, some tag team wrestling, the Alpha Academy versus the New Day with their new recruit of the Alpha Academy, Akira Tozawa. Chad Gable and Xavier Woods, they start off doing some amateur wrestling both of these uh, wrestlers do have amateur wrestling backgrounds and they know exactly what they're doing in there the new day they can actually go if they're being serious but they can't be serious for too long ever because it is the new day and they're really freaking goofy not even two minutes into the match and we have to go and cut all the fun and ruin all the excitement because there's a commercial break in every start of every match on monday night raw xavier woods was looking really good in this match he really stepped up his game here and this match was actually really entertaining the alpha academy they hit their big bulldog from the top rope and kofi kingston breaks the count i thought for sure that was going to be the end of this match but it's not over yet and the fans are getting really into it there was a lot of goofiness and a lot of sports entertainment in this match but there was a lot of good action here as well and surprisingly the new day got the win and once again my prediction was completely wrong but at least it was not chad gable who took the pin it was otis and i thought that we are still trying to push chad gable here and i really thought that chad gable was gonna get the pin well, what the hell are we doing becky lynch she had an interview and jackie redmond starts off her question by saying the man becky lynch you're the definition of a fighting champion why put your belt on the line two nights back to back and i'm like really jackie you just said it she's a fighting champion so not only did jackie answer her own question she also told everyone that becky is going to win versus indy hartwell because she is defending again on nxt the next day becky says that indy never lost the nxt women's championship belt and deserves another shot also it appears that becky lynch has stalkers now because when becky was being interviewed there was some mysterious woman way in the background and you can clearly see her staring at becky lynch during this interview from afar and wwe is doing it again with these uh background shenanigans during these interviews we get another backstage segment seth rollins runs into rhea ripley and seth you better calm down you're a married man you better stay away from mommy but rhea ripley was offering seth rollins some backup versus drew mcintyre and is trying to recruit seth rollins to join the judgment day but why would seth rollins 
Legends join the Judgment Day. Rhea Ripley said, if you do, you won't be a World Heavyweight Champion. You will be the World Heavyweight Champion because if you join us, then Damian Priest will not cash in on you and will go after Roman instead. Rhea Ripley does make a really good sales of women here because Seth Rollins seems like he's kind of thinking about it and seems a little interested by the pitch. And this is the backstage segment hour. We get another backstage with Indy Hartwell. More backstage talking. This time Natalia is showing some words of encouragement to Indy Hartwell. And Natalia seems to be very encouraging to every single one of Becky Lynch's competitors and opponents. And Natalia seems to always be there to support the young girls. Now Natalia is one of the veterans in that women's division. Is she just doing her job or is she still coming after Becky Lynch? I don't know. Seems kind of suspicious to me. The NXT Women's Championship match is up next. Becky Lynch versus Indy Hartwell. Indy Hartwell towers over Becky Lynch and Indy Hartwell has a really good look. She was overpowering Becky Lynch throughout this match, countering Becky's arm bars with nothing but force. Becky Lynch submitted Indy Hartwell after a really competitive match and Becky Lynch defeats another NXT competitor and her next match is going to be against Lyra Valkyria or Lyra Valkyrie or however you say her name on NXT the next day. And do you guys remember that stalker that we were talking about earlier? Well, it was actually Xia Lee because Xia Lee attacked Candice LeRae in the background and this was to send a message to Becky Lynch. So somewhere down the line, Xia Lee is going to get Becky Lynch's attention and get that NXT championship title shot that Xia Lee has been asking for. Adam Pierce is backstage and Nick Aldis walks in the office to apologize for giving Adam Pierce the boot on Friday Night Smackdown and kicking him out of that Smackdown arena. Nick Aldis says that that was just a rookie mistake and for that he is really sorry. Adam Pierce says it's all good, water under the bridge. As a matter of fact, just stay. Make yourself at home here on Monday Night Raw and I'll show you how a real GM runs shit around here. Because up next we had a contract signing for the five-way women's championship match. There's a bunch of security outside of the ring, but as we all know, the security guards in wrestling, they are kind of pointless because Raquel alone, Raquel Rodriguez alone, is way bigger and much taller than every single security guard that's out there. So we get Raquel Rodriguez, Shayna Baszler, Zoe Starks, Nia Jax, and Rhea Ripley. Everyone except for Rhea Ripley signs the contract the first thing when they stepped into the ring. And here comes Rhea Ripley to a big pop. And Rhea says that she can beat everyone individually, but a five-way is ridiculous. And I agree 1,000% because this is insane. The Women's Championship, it always gets defended in multi-person matches. And it's starting to get really annoying at this point. Why not Nia Jax versus Rhea Ripley at Crown Jewel in a singles match? Or better yet, Raquel Rodriguez versus Rhea Ripley. I would take any one of these matches over this clown show that they're trying to do with the five-way match. Michael Cole also mentioned that Rhea Ripley has a 20% chance of retaining her championship. Nia Jax gets the mic and starts blabbering and Raquel knocks the mic out of Nia Jax's hand and punched her right on the chesticles. All four women, they start fighting because every contract signing has to end in a brawl and all Rhea Ripley was missing was the popcorn because the champion was outside of the ring
ring, enjoying every single moment of this fiasco. Security hits the ring, but like we said before, security is pretty much worthless. Nia Jax and Raquel Rodriguez alone clear the ring of every single security guard. Nia Jax hits Raquel with the Simone drop, and we are on the road to Crown Jewel for the five-way. In this match, I have a feeling that it's gonna blow, but this is everything that is bad with this women's division. I don't really see the point to any of this. Giovanni and Ludwig Kaiser, they're backstage. Ludwig Kaiser is barking orders at Giovanni, making sure that he takes out Gargano, which is going to be Giovanni's opponent on the next match. But Bronson Reed walks in the picture and tells Giovanni and Ludwig, tell your boss that I want my rematch. Bronson Reed versus Gunther number two. And I think we all want to see this. So hopefully we get to see that rematch sooner than later. And then the legendary, the myth, the man himself, Akira Tozawa walks in the picture next and challenges the big badass Bronson Reed. Tozawa, what the fuck? Seriously? All right. Gargano versus Giovanni. Giovanni, he's been on thin ice lately with the Imperium. So much so that Gunther put Ludwig Kaiser in charge of Giovanni. And Giovanni's performance, well, that's Ludwig Kaiser's responsibility now. So Ludwig Kaiser, he's kind of a babysitter now for Giovanni. Which is kind of sad because Giovanni is actually a really good wrestler. He's just having some, some tough luck as of late. And that bad luck continues because Tommaso Ciampa makes an appearance to wrestle off Ludwig Kaiser and leaving Giovanni alone in the ring outnumbered. Gargano takes advantage and beats Giovanni 1-2-3 and Giovanni you're in big trouble now guy. Shinsuke Nakamura he has a video package and Shinsuke is looking for a new opponent a worthy opponent to inspire him and set him free. Who would Nakamura go after next? Who would you like to see Nakamura have another no disqualification hardcore match against? The last Last two feuds with Nakamura, they both ended in no DQ matches, but hopefully it's someone good. The Maverick, Logan Paul, makes an appearance on Monday Night Raw after appearing on Friday Night SmackDown to make the challenge for Rey Mysterio at Crown Jewel. And Logan Paul announces that he is a free agent, and when he wins the US title, he might bring the title to Monday Night Raw to defend it. Logan Paul is not affected by the brand split. There's a number of other athletes that aren't affected by the brand split and Logan Paul is one of them but then the Judgment Day music hits and interrupts Logan Paul but this is a welcomed interruption because it was Dominic Mysterio and Logan Paul was really happy to see Dom but you know who wasn't happy to see Dom was every single person in that arena in Dallas Texas the crowd was so loud that I could not hear not a one word that Dominic was spilling from his lips but we get to see Logan Paul and Dominic Mysterio in the same ring together. So much heat in this ring. This ring was, was hot. It was boiling. It was on fire. You might as well call this segment the ring of fire because there was so much heat in this one segment. My TV couldn't handle it. Heat wave overload. And Dominic Mysterio and Logan Paul were having a meeting in the I Hate Rey Mysterio Club. Logan Paul calls over Sammy 
Sammy. No, not Sammy Zayn. The ring announcer, Samantha Irving, to the ring and pulls the biggest dick move in wrestling heel history. Logan Paul asks for Samantha to give everyone a preview and announce Logan Paul as the new United States champion. The same way that Samantha announced Logan Paul the winner at SummerSlam when Logan Paul beat Samantha Irving's fiance, Ricochet. Shortly after that, Ricochet hits the ring and takes out two of the biggest heels in WWE right now. And I was like, oh my God. This was starting off so good. We had Logan and Dom in the same ring for the first time ever. And here comes Ricochet to shit on the parade. Ricochet comes in to save the damsel in distress and chases out Dom and Logan Paul. But it's Ricochet. This guy doesn't have a charismatic bone in his whole entire body. He's a great athlete. And you can put Ricochet versus the two biggest heels. Paint him as the knight in shining armor all you want. You can give Ricochet the girl. You can do all of these things for Ricochet. But I don't think Ricochet has it to get himself over. Chelsea Green and Piper Nevin, the women's tag team champions versus Natalia, And the returning Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross comes out and she looks odd. She looks confused fused and she's taking her time to make her way to the ring with the blankest stare not even blinking just staring off into space she gets to the ring and she just stands in the corner for a few minutes like a statue an unmovable object just standing there like she was in some type of trance nikki cross last match was back in july versus Shayna baszler and nikki cross seemed like she did not want to be there in this tag team match because she just walked away before even getting tagged in the match she just slowly made her way back out the ring the same way she made her way in the ring natalia was left in a two-on-one situation and piper nevin got the pin on natalia jay uso and drew mcintyre they're backstage and drew mcintyre asked jay uso how does it feel to get screwed over by the bloodline and drew tells jay uso the same thing everyone has been telling drew get over it but drew that was just last week okay what happened to you happened months ago you big baby. Drew also tells Jey Uso this match that's happening versus Sami Zayn. This is on you. This is your fault. This match would not be happening if you were not here. So whatever happens is on you, Jay. We also get to see The Miz here for a little bit. And The Miz runs into Adam Pierce, And he is listing all of his accolades to Adam Pierce And Miz, literally no one gives two shits about your accolades. Neither does the cameraman or Rhea Ripley because Rhea Ripley stepped into the Miz's shot handed Adam Pierce the signed contract walked away and the cameraman followed Rhea Ripley Drew McIntyre versus Sami Zayn Sami Zayn compared to Drew McIntyre looks like the neighborhood mailman literally Sami Zayn looks like my mailman and I do not see Sami Zayn pulling off a win here versus Drew McIntyre not even a little bit Sami Zayn he's trying to outsmart Drew McIntyre by using his speed and using his speed as much as possible pretty much trying everything and anything because when it comes to strength Drew McIntyre has Sami Zayn beat five times over Wade Barrett also says this is the guy that beat Brock Lesnar at Wrestlemania for the world heavyweight champion and I'm like no it's not that guy is long gone this is the guy that just got clotheslined by Sami Zayn and also got lifted for a suplex Sami Zayn tries to go for a blue thunder bomb but can't but eventually 
eventually he is able to lift up the much bigger Drew McIntyre and give him his signature slam. Sami Zayn also has superhuman strength and the Judgment Day music hits again and this time it's Rhea Ripley and she comes out and causes a distraction for both Drew McIntyre and Sami Zayn but Drew McIntyre was the one that took advantage of this distraction hit Sami Zayn with the Claymore and Drew McIntyre barely beats Sami Zayn with the help of Rhea Ripley oh how far the Scottish warrior has fallen Nick Aldis we get to see him again backstage with Adam Pierce, and there's a little more tension between Adam Pierce and Nick Aldis because Adam Pierce said I let you stay in my arena so you can learn how things are done not so you can talk to my talent and Nick Aldis says you know what I'm gonna make this really easy for you Pierce I'm just gonna walk away I'm just gonna leave I'll see you later thank you for the invite deuces and we get to see Nikki Cross walk by with her blank stare with the same expression just staring off into space what the hell is going on with Nikki someone please go check on her or Pierce go do your job like hey Nikki what the hell was that about why did you walk out the match that you were supposed to be in with Natalia what is your problem fam Bronson Reed versus Akira Tozawa Tozawa got some offense surprisingly but Bronson Reed shortly after that hit Tozawa with his big tsunami slam from the top rope easy victory for Bronson Reed here a little too easy versus a little Tozawa a little too Tozawa Drew McIntyre and Seth Rollins now they have a backstage segment and Seth Rollins congratulates Drew McIntyre for his first win as a new member of the Judgment Day Drew McIntyre also accuses Seth Rollins of joining the Judgment Day because of the meeting that Rhea Ripley had with Seth Rollins Drew McIntyre is closely watching his opponent for Crown Jewel and he's aware of every single step he's making but no they both agree that they're not going to join the Judgment Day neither of them need the Judgment Day but even though they both say that something tells me that's not 100% completely true the Judgment Day and Rhea Ripley they are really involved in this match at Crown Jewel versus Drew McIntyre and Seth Rollins already and it's still a week until the match actually takes place the match hasn't even happened yet and they're already heavily involved they being the judgment day call me crazy but i think this time for real damien priest has to cash in right i mean maybe i am crazy because i feel like we all say this every premium live event everyone predicts damien priest is going to cash in damien priest is going to cash in but in those other times that we have predicted that never has the judgment day been this involved in the championship match like they have been for this match between drew mcintyre and seth rollins so damn it damien priest just do it man cash in and finish the story and we get the main event jay uso versus damien priest jay uso is in the main event finally yeah i mean he is called main event jay uso but it feels like we never really get to see him in the main event except for last week last week he was in the main event where he lost the tag team titles versus the judgment day and Damien Priest and Jay Uso they're really laying it in here in this match I noticed a bit of a timing issues from Jay Uso a couple moves there was a couple times that Jay Uso took a little bit longer where Damien Priest kind of had to wait for Jay Uso for a few more seconds than he should be but that's just me being picky this was still a really good match Dallas Texas they wanted tables but instead they got a massive spear by Jay Uso 
Uso in a big Uso splash. Jay Uso goes for the pin and the referee doesn't count. And I'm like, what the hell? What happened to the ref? I thought someone had grabbed the ref and pulled him off the apron because that would be the only logical explanation. But it was actually Finn Balor who was running down the ramp to distract the referee. I mean, he was a little late, but Michael Cole tried to save it by saying Finn Balor distracted the referee. Damian Priest pinned Jay Uso for the win and there's an afterbirth like we all predicted and oh hell breaks loose here comes Cody limping on one foot down the ramp to save his pal Jay Uso and the judgment day retreat and we get Cody Rhodes versus Damian Priest at Crown Jewel. Crown Jewel is one week away next week on Saturday and we are going to be watching that we are going to be talking about it we're going to be making predictions handing out spoilers and I'm already really really hyped for this ple and that was the review for monday night raw the longest wrestling show in the whole entire week let me know what you guys think thank you guys for listening be sure to hit me up at snug wrestling and we'll talk soon